The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, bringing you a little bit more gay than yesterday. I am joined by Mr. Brian Hinkson. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing? Uh, I just dropped my stuff over here, but uh, I'll pick it up during the break. I saw you were riding over there. I was like, what you doing, bro? No, I'm charging everything, and I came here with my phone on 18%, so. That's not good. (laughs) Nope. So, it's, uh, what is it on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, It's like I'm 50% now, so. Good. You got that fast charging. We love it. Uh Uh-huh. We're also joined by the energetic Esme Russell. Yep, that's me. How are you doing? I'm good. So you said you were a little gay. You're gayer than you were yesterday. Is that what you said? Well, uh, WMNF is a little gayer than yesterday because I'm I'm not sure who's who's on yesterday. Okay. Um, somebody. First calls on yesterday, so I don't I don't think they are they're too gay. I don't know. (sighs) No. Maybe. I haven't checked them out. No one's as gay as us. If you want to check out First Call and all the other amazing programming that WMNF has, go to our website or app. You can listen to all the shows that WMNF has. You have the amazing Latin X, which was the show that was before us. Shout out to Latin X. We also have Slow Burn. Shout out to Slow Burn, which is the slow show after us. And we also have a ton of different programming that we have on WMNF. So make sure to check out the app. Um, as well as I want to say thank you so much to everybody who supported our fun drive. It was very humbling to see the support that uh, has come in for this show, especially from Ivy Group Consultants. Shout out to them for their major donation. We truly appreciate you. And as well as everybody who supports our show by donating or listening or joining the Circle of Friends, all the fun things. We also have some bingos that we're coming up to. So shout out to everybody or everybody who comes up to our bingos Every couple months or so that we have them, we actually have three bingos coming up, and we're going to talk about them a little bit later. But we're also joined by a super special guest, the host of those bingos, Alexis De La Mare. I'm super special. That makes me smile. You are very, very super special. I love that. Hi, everybody. Well, you're you're special because you raise us money. That's that's the most important thing. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for for joining us. I, I'm glad that that you were able to make time out of your busy schedule. Of course, I'm usually just home watching the Golden Girls at midnight. So, unless you're you're doing your whole bingo <laughs> thing, I'm not working. <laughs> exactly. And then I watch Frasier. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, okay. I usually watch Frasier. I watch Frasier. <laughs> I'm a Frasier addict. Well, actually, you heard they're going to reboot that. They already yeah, are. It yes. starts tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Oh, yeah, wow. start, the reboot okay. starts tomorrow, yeah. That's don't, cool. Don't you think I would know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I am a Frasier-holic. Oh, my God, I love Frasier. Well, for those who are not on the Facebook page, uh, we have three bingos that are coming up. We have WMNF's Big Gay Bingo at Quench Lounge. That's going to be on October 24th. That's 12 days from now. 
October 24th at 8.30 p.m. That's when Alexis is going to start dropping her balls. Yep. And then on November 16th, that's Quench Lounge in Largo, I should say. And then on November 16th at the Jazzy Cat Cafe at 7 p.m., Alexis is dropping her balls. They're all over the place. And then, they're all over the place. And then on December 4th at 8 p.m., it's going to be at Cocktails. You're dropping balls. Yes, my first time dropping balls there. It's going to be great. I, I'm really excited. Honestly, when, when David started... Um, Putting out different drag events, I was like, where's the bingo? <laughs> we need to raise money for the community. Yes. Let's do it. Give back. So I'm really grateful that that David has as uh, given you this platform because, yes. and especially you deserve it because you are a creative loafings, um, I know. a best of a bay finalist as well as Watermark Top Wave Awards four, as four well. Year, a four year uh, winner of best bingo host in the Tampa Bay area. Oh, congratulations! Just That's top awesome. three for best drag performer, which is shocking because I didn't really push it, and I was like, it's a it's a Tampa thing. I'm more of a St. Pete girl, so I won't really push the creative loafing, but. I was honored to make top three. I'm I'm really proud of you. Yeah, it is. It's it's very well deserved. Primarily because you do put so much into the community. You put so much it. into your bingos. So my question to you, first and foremost, is is why did you start this and how did you start this these bingos? I started bingo for the first time over 10 years ago at the Flamingo Resort. The show director at the time was Angela Cavalier, and she was switching things around, and she goes, we're going to do a drag bingo, and I want you to do it. And I was like, I've never done a bingo before. She goes, uh, you're zany and loud, and I think this would be perfect for you. So I said, all right, well, I'll give it a try. And I lasted four years there until they closed. And then when they closed, Quench took me on right away, and it's been four years there so i'm doing like eight years now eight or nine years of bingo and i just love it i love giving back to the community i'm so blessed to be part of the community and have bars that actually want me in their bar so it's just it's an honor for me to um still do what i love to do and help the community that has helped me become the best that i can be it's great because it's not just bars too because you've you've actually came over to my apartment to do <laughs> to host a drag queen bingo for some corporate events yeah, so I do a lot with raymond james and uh yeah a lot like that and i and i work in straight bars now too and i love it that's awesome. And you also have your phone on all the time. It was my mom's. Oh, uh, well, it's fine. <laughs> You're, it's okay if it's your mom. Shout yeah. out to your mom, though. Like, she yeah. is always at all the bingos. She's been to all the different um, events that you've put on. And it's it's awesome to see. Very heartwarming to see. She's, she's 88. It's crazy that she still uh, comes out and supports me. Oh, it's awesome. It's, it's not just crazy. It's awesome. It's amazing. And I... I Gives me the warm, fuzzy feelings anytime I see her. So shout out to your mom. And a shout out to your mom for doing her thing recently. Yeah, she's been she's been kicking it. She, uh, We're she, friends on Facebook, so we talk. <laughs> she donated to the Big Gay Radio Show as well. So thank you so much to my mom. Yes. So, mm. Brian, do you have any questions with, for oh, Lex? No, I was just commenting that your mom wears all those fur coats every time she comes. She looks <laughs> yeah. very, very extravagant. She always feels like she has to, uh, you know, outdo me sometimes. <laughs> well, I want them to recognize me, too. If it wasn't for me, you'd meet no one. I was like, I know, I know. We'll go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go into a little bit of a music break. However, I do want to mention again that the bingos are at Quench Lounge on October 24th at 8.30 p.m. 
on November 16th at Jazzy Cat Cafe at 7 p.m. And on December 4th at Cocktail St. Pete. Again, that is October 24th at Quench Lounge. November 16th at the Jazzy Cat Cafe. And December 4th at Cocktail St. Pete. And let's go into a little bit of music break. Today is National Coming Out Day. So thank you all so much for coming out with us. This is Coming Out right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In sports news, in a move first reported by the LGBTQ plus sports blog Outsports, the National Hockey League has banned the use of pride tape across all 32 teams in the league. ESPN's Ryan Clark reported that one section of a memo sent out to all team franchises stated players shall not be put in a position of having to demonstrate or where they may be appearing to demonstrate personal support for any special initiatives. This past June, the NHL's Board of Governors agreed that players will no longer wear special rainbow-colored pride-themed jerseys during warm-ups next season. The specially designed jerseys will continue to be manufactured and sold, and players will still have the option to autograph or model them. The autographed pride jerseys are typically auctioned off to raise money for LGBTQ plus charities in each team's hometown. A grand total of seven NHL players out of 1,123 decided to skip pregame warm-ups on Pride Nights when their teammates wore their special rainbow-themed jerseys before games. In Nebraska, a Nebraska lawmaker says her office has been contacted by families who have reported that some pharmacists are wrongfully refusing to fill prescription for gender-affirming medications for their transgender children, citing a new state law limiting the ability of anyone under 19 to get puberty blockers or gender-affirming hormones. Omaha Senator Megan Hunt sent a letter October 4th to the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Timothy Tesmer, asking him to inform all Nebraska healthcare professionals, including pharmacists, that the new law specifically specifically allows minors who are already receiving those medicines before the law took effect to continue their treatment. The law, often referred to by its bill name of LB-574, also bans gender-affirming surgeries for trans youth under 19. It took effect October 1st. Hunt herself has endured a barrage of hateful accusations and rhetoric after she publicly shared in a legislative floor speech that her 13-year-old child is transgender. In Alabama, a public library system in Alabama flagged a children's picture book as potentially sexually explicit because the author's last name is Gay. The picture book Read Me a Story, Stella, by Marie Louise Gay, is about a girl named Stella who teaches her younger brother the joys of reading, according to the book's description. The book is volume 7 in a popular series that has sold 7 million copies in 10 languages. The Huntsville-Madison County Public Library System added the book last month to a list of potentially sexually explicit books to be reviewed and possibly moved out of the children's sections in its 10 branches, the Alabama political reporter first reported. Jay Hickson, the library system's public relations director, said in an email Monday that the list was created to protect the collection from anticipated challenges and was never intended as a directive to move or remove materials. He continued by stating that Gay's book was never removed and the inclusion of the author's name was the result of a keyword search to identify potentially targeted subject areas. Most of the 246 books on the Alabama list includes keywords such as lesbian, gay, gender, and identity, local news outlets reported. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location. 50s are Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the transmasculine and transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center's Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. 
And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. Hey, this is Latrice Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. <laughs>
WMNF is more than just 88.5 FM. You can also find us online at WMNF.org. Check out the latest news stories, how to volunteer, future WMNF concerts, stream live or the latest episode of your favorite music shows, and more. And of course, you can always show your support and donate by clicking on the tip jar. Explore your community at WMNF.org. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by a gaggle of gays, Brian Hinkson and Esme Russell. I'm gay. <laughs> Esme's uh, trans, not not gay. I mean, can, Esme, would you consider yourself under the gay umbrella term? You know, I work with gay men. I, I've been working with gay men since I was 14 years old. So I'm under the umbrella, whether I want it or not. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're part so, of the big happy family. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's like a, you know, I've talked to I've talked to people about this. There's a movement. It's not a big one, but there's a movement within the trans community and also within the gay community where they have talked. It's come up in conversations um, where they want to remove the trans community from under that umbrella. In other words, because we're identifying as women, but I wouldn't like that. I don't. I don't. Um, I wouldn't like that because I'm transgender, right? So I mean, yeah. this is not a popular statement, but the reality is, is I'm not biologically female. Right. You know, I know that some trans women think that that's not important, but it, it is. To me, it's important that I'm not biologically female. And I just feel that the gay community embraces me and holds me and protects me and always always has, right? And I don't want to, I've always considered myself like a trans woman, but, and I always put the word trans in there because you got to put that way, that's what it means. It means I'm not a biological woman, I'm a trans woman. But I'm a trans woman, but I'm a member of the gay community. Right? That, yeah. That's how I feel, so... That makes I, sense. I'm yeah. so I mean, you under the umbrella. I don't want to be a part of it. Like somebody said, isn't it weird that it's called the Big Gay Radio Show? I said, it really isn't because I work in the gay community. Right. I entertain gay men. Shows. I do shows. I mean, I'm, I'm part... It really is a perfect name. I'm a part of the gay community. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you touched on that. Yeah, right. yeah, it's it's totally good. I'm totally okay with it. Not to mention the trans flag is in our logo. I made sure of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, now you got to realize I have a different. You know, I've had to deal with. I have a different mindset about my being transgender than a lot of younger trans women do because they have a, they're coming from another era. Oh, so I'm more relaxed about it. You know what I mean, and. Um, I'm more chill about being trans. Like when somebody calls me, when somebody says you're a man, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it goes in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I know. I mean, I don't know what, I mean, what do you, I mean. It's like when I call you bro. Yeah, like. it's like, it's not, a, it's not an insult to me. Right. I mean, I, I, I was born a boy. I mean, I know what I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not really like you're not really insulting me. You can think you are, but you're not. Right. But I know that a lot of trans people you're are not thick skin. It's not a nice thing to say when somebody is living their life that way. Obviously, it's not a nice thing. But I'm 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 okay. I can deal with it. It right. doesn't it doesn't. I can deal with it. Right. So um, I want to I want to pin another question on you, Miss yeah. Esme, because yeah. uh, since we're talking about the uh, the alphabet mafia here, um, <laughs> so. I saw a couple posts about people saying that they should add the D for drag into LGBTQIA+. Oh, just wow. too much. Do you think that is too much? Just yes. too much. Just stop with the adding letters. You know, it's even like the, I was kind of uncomfortable with the flags even. I always thought that the gay flag represented us all. 
you know, the rainbow flag. Right. And then they started adding this flag and that. But I said, well, why do I need another flag? I'm, I'm represented in that flag. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're all the colors. That, so now we got all these other flags. And okay, we got them. And I've, I've adjusted to them. But I don't need, we don't need no more letters. It's LGBTQ plus TBZ, LMNOPQRST. Right. I mean, it's gotten to the point that so many letters. I'm just. But. Well, I think the uh, the plus definitely encompasses everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's just. And drag. I mean, I'm not even included. I'm a demisexual. Yeah. I consider myself as a demisexual. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't oh, so be considered about it. That could be for, that that could be for demisexual as well. But, but um, all those categories are very. They could be almost personal. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. um, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel, I, just, I feel like somewhere along the line, someone is going to feel excluded, and because well, so of that, they want to add it to for it. non-binary people. Are we going right. to P for pups? Are we going to? Are we going to do S for straights? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it'll for never B, end. For breeders. It'll never end. I yeah. just don't know. It's just so complicated. So I come from a generation where you were gay or straight. I tell people that okay. all the time. You were and gay, then, straight, then, or bisexual. And sometimes there were bisexuals, although we used to always tell the bisexuals, yeah, you're not really bisexual. But but you know, you know that's true. But they were either gay or straight. And then there were trans people. You know, there were trans girls, mostly trans girls. And uh, every now and then I would see a trans guy. But it was there weren't many of us, you know. So well, they were in the it, closet. Yeah, it wasn't very yeah. complicated. So now everybody's like, I met somebody the other day that said they were this and that, and they identified. I said, well, it's just real complicated. I'm going to tell you, you know, when it doesn't get complicated, I'm going to tell you it doesn't get. So when you go to the doctor, okay, your doctor is not interested in any of that. So I had some Unless it's a psychiatrist. Or yeah, something. right. I'm very chill about it. It's just right. not that big of a deal. I happen to be a boy that lives as a girl. I go into the world. I live my life. If you like me, great. If you don't, you don't have to look at me. I'm good. I right, got exactly. this. I got this. I'm going to keep right on marching. My life's going to keep going. Yep. You know, so, but he was great about that, that I was so, you know, but I'm telling you, that's where the mask, that's where the doctor don't care if you're non-binary or if you're a girl or a, even a boy or whatever. Just when you go to the doctor, the masks come yeah. comes off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I understand there has to be respect, though. And I tell that to straight people all the time, that we want to create a level of respect. We want to respect how people live their lives. Well, Even, in changing topics, yeah. I, I apologize yeah, for that's interrupting. That's fine. That's completely fine. I was just going to ask, take you all the way back to when you were a little baby Esme. What was, since it's National Coming Out Day, what was the process like for you as an older individual going like all the way back in, what was it, 1980? Yeah, well, I came out to my parents in 76. 1976. Yes, I started living as a woman in 78. So I was a teenager. So what was that? Know? What was that like? How so, did you kind of experience that? How did you know that uh, what well, transgender you know, when you're was? Transgender, you know, you're transgender because people don't become transgender. You're born transgender. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, Mustinga. What's his name? The uh, famous, uh, uh, the the guy that um, what's her name? Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn oh, okay. Jenner was transgender his whole life. Yes. You know, 
People say, well, he was married. I don't care if he was married, he has children or whatever. He was lying to himself. He was lying to his wives. He was lying to his family. He was lying to his... He was lying to himself. He was afraid. He's afraid. Yeah. And that's fine. I understand that. And and coming out is a process and everybody should do it when Especially they're ready. Especially being a celebrity. Correct. And you should do it when you're ready. Everybody wasn't me. I really... There was no coming out. I was a really, really, really feminine boy. Like super feminine. In fact, I was more feminine as a boy than I am as a girl. I think as a girl, I'm kind of tomboyish. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really do. And as a boy, I was super, super feminine. And um, so I remember telling my parents and my parents weren't really that shocked. I remember my aunt, when my mom told my aunt, my aunt looks at my mother and she goes, well, honey, you didn't know. No way. <laughs> like she was telling her a secret. And my aunt was like, you really didn't know? I mean, it was that obvious, you know. The only thing that I needed to do, I was very feminine. I just needed to dress up like a girl. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but I wanted to be a girl so bad, like all my life. And not, okay. not in a, it's really weird because when you're in third grade and second grade and you want to be a girl, it wasn't for sex. People think that being transgender has something to do with sex. It doesn't have nothing right? to do with it. No, it has to do with the way you feel about right. yourself. I just wanted to be a girl. Mm. I never thought that I was going to be sleeping with boys. That never even occurred to me. You want to wear the pretty dresses? I just wanted to wear pretty dresses. Uh -huh. and Oh, I wanted earrings so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember my first pair of earrings. I was in heaven. You could have... Oh, I still yeah. love earrings a lot. I mean, <laughs> earrings was my thing. Oh, yeah. So, you still yeah. talk, talk so, about your hoop earrings. Yeah, I still... Yeah, I love... I love earrings, my God. I always did. So, yeah, makeup and all the things that girls like, you know? But... I chilled as I aged. I chilled. I was very uptight. I remember fighting with people on the street. Why are you looking at me? I'm, I'm, you know, just very defensive. Now I don't care. It's so weird. As you age, you just don't. Yeah, you true. just kind of become take, comfortable in your skin, and it's not a battle anymore. Take you know? things as it is. Yeah, because the reality is that when you're transgender, and, and one of the sad part part of being transgender and being born transgender is that you know every day of your life that there are people out there that will never accept you as a human being, that they see you as an anomaly, as a perversion of nature, as, you know, abomination. I've heard all the words, and mentally ill, you know, all the things that, you know, all the insane things that um, that you hear, and I'm living in this body, and those are not, those don't describe me as a person. But when you're trans, you really know that. You really know, you're aware that people feel that way about you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do. You just have to live your life and keep going. Yeah. That's a, that's a great way to, to yeah, you just gotta, sort of phrase yeah. that all together. Yeah, you just got to live your life and be true to yourself. And I'll tell you, I, I, I didn't really realize it, but today was coming out day, yeah. wasn't it? September, yeah. October 11th. Yeah. October 11th. I, I'll tell people one advice that I give about coming out, and I'm sure you would probably give the same advice. Don't come out for nobody but for yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because not every situation is an ideal situation, especially if you're a teenager. Every family is not accepting. And you don't want to be pushed into coming out. And then you have to stay living in that home under duress with a family that doesn't accept you. Mm -hmm. So you come out when you're ready to come out. And, and even uh, if you're not ready, we accept you. We love you, you. And Correct. we appreciate that you are supporting our show. Yeah. And as well as that you're still around. So thank you so much for, yeah. for continuing to spread the positivity. You know, the world needs it right now. So let's go into a little bit of a music break. Let's go for some Taylor Dane. Prove your Ooh, love right we're here. See on her in two weeks at Epcot. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
You're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5. Join the conversation by calling 813-239-9663. Now, here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show, live from WMNF Tampa.
Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In New York, New Yorkers will soon be able to choose an ex-gender option when applying for food stamps, Medicaid, and other public assistance under a court settlement on Wednesday. The agreement settles a 2021 lawsuit against multiple government agencies that claim the state's Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance's computer system compels non-binary people to either lie under oath by declaring themselves as male or female or be denied benefits. Under the settlement, the state's public assistance and health agencies will make ex-gender markers available on applicable forms by January 1st. The non-binary gender option is already available on New York driver's license and birth certificates. In international news, at least two transgender women will compete in the Miss Universe pageant. Marina Machete, who was crowned Miss Portugal last week, and Ricky Valerie Cole, who became Miss Netherlands in July, will be among the 90 contestants competing for the title. Machete became the first transgender woman to win Miss Portugal last week, and in July, Cole became the first trans woman to be crowned Miss Netherlands. In Tampa Bay, the Cross Bay Ferry will begin another season of operations in St. Petersburg across Tampa Bay on Sunday, October 15th. St. Petersburg officials said services will run through June 24th. There will be one big change to the operations for the ferry, however, as the departure location from St. Petersburg has moved. Riders will now depart from St. Pete at the Port St. Pete, and the ferry will depart from Tampa at the Tampa Convention Center. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That is been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location. 50s or Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the transmasculine and transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center's Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Hey, what's going down, family? It's your resident chef, Big Eddie G, inviting you to the Soul Kitchen. Me and my assistant chef, Mr. White Pepper Dave and Brian, serve up the best of R&B and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun. So stop by Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Bring your appetite, because the kitchen will show enough fill you up right. Here, only on 88.5 WMNF. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa.
happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. That was uh, Four Minutes by Madonna and Justin Timberlake and Timbaland right here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm joined by the beautiful Brian Hinkson. Still gay. Still gay. (laughs) Not as gay as me, but still pretty gay. Mm -hmm. Solid six out of ten on the gay meter. What makes you gayer than him? Um... There are a lot of things that make me a lot more gayer than Brian. 
No, I think we're equally gay. I got. We're about square. I've got. No, we're too gay. We can't even square straight. (laughs) Too gay to function. (laughs) Too gay to function. <laughs> Anyways, we're also joined by the Esme Russell. To function. <laughs> that was a line for Mean Girls. girls yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> too gay to function. I love that. Esme is too trans to function. I can function being trans. <laughs> well, um, according to some people, it's a, a the gaze is a disease. So cough, cough. I caught the gay. Can't go into work tomorrow. God. The, things that, the things that people say to so that they will hate us. Honestly, mm-hmm. we're also joined by a extremely special guest, Alexis De La Mer. Welcome, welcome, Mayor. Mayor, runs yeah. a bear. Bear, <laughs> mm. Alexis De La Mer. Welcome, Hi. welcome. Glad to have you. Hi, Radio World. Hi, Radio World. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's Some, rainy out there. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you guys are staying safe. There was a tornado warning yeah, a little bit ago. So it's that, raining, man. It if, is, you're out, if you're out there driving, be careful. It is yes. raining, man. Don't rush home. Yeah. Mm. Or rush to wherever you're going. I need to get my tires rotated. It was really scary. I looked at my tread and it was absolutely... Like, my front tires were, like, bare. Oh, boy. It was, it was bad. You tread. I did say tread. That's not gay people words. That's kind of straightest. So <laughs> I am the straightest gay man there ever was. Mm, I, I tried changing tread. a tire once. Oh, it, I, I didn't. The tire. I didn't successfully change the tire, <laughs> but I tried to, and I think the trying is all that matters. Did you I, get grease on your hands? No, I oh. didn't. I didn't. I did not. Hard enough. I did not. But you know what? <laughs> I got it on the jack. I got the car on the jack, and that's that was good enough for me. The triple A. I, I jerked it too. Okay. Triple A came by and they didn't speak a, a lick of English, and I was oh. like, uh, I did my best. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Um, it is National Coming Out Day, and every single LGBTQ plus individual has a coming out story. We were just going over Esme's back in the olden days of her, back in almost biblical times, basically. It's not that long ago. <laughs> it was pretty long. Was he wasn't born yet. Literally yeah. 23 years before my existence is when you came but out. Still, it's in the scheme of things. You act like I'm 700 years old. <laughs> you know, that's just not even it's just ridiculous i'll get the cane out I mean, for you and the walker i don't need a cane and i don't Jeez. need a walker <laughs> i told my uber driver the other day how old i was and he looked at me and he went fishing for compliments i said i'm not fishing for compliments i love That's, when people say that to me i'm like i wouldn't yeah. lie about being my age <laughs> right. i would say i'm like That's 40 so stupid not 50 you That's look so great funny. something it's, Esme, you look oh, great. Thank you. You're beautiful, darling. Anyways, like I was saying, everybody has a coming out story, and Alexis de la Mer is no different. Can I ask Mare. you, Lev, Mare, Alexis de la Mer? Uh, yeah. Alexis de la Mer. I got to do the nasally voice yeah, to sound like, like Urkel. Nanny. I, I was going to do Mr. Urkel. Sheffield. But yeah, <laughs> the nanny is another one. <laughs> so, what is your coming out story? Oh, my God. It was weird because I never had a coming out story like when I was like as a teenager because I felt like, I don't know, I guess I was nervous about coming out to my parents, but like I didn't hide it. 
and my parents were like okay with it. So once I started dating someone and we were together for quite some time, she'd always be like, "So is you and you and Chris coming to dinner, or you and Chris doing that?" So it was, so cool it was a lot I, more natural. It than- was it was cool that I didn't have to come out because it made me comfortable with myself. But I did have to come out to my mom two years ago when she moved down from New York because she wanted to buy a house for us and she didn't know I did drag. So that was a bit of a weird, hmm, how am I going to tell my mom I do drag? Mm. So I bought her some drag bingos and some drag brunches just to see how she would sit in the, the, the scene and accept it. And she loved it. She was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> and then it was funny. We were at Punky's and Georgia Mo was like, she kept on calling me, oh, we have Alexis in the audience. Alexis is here. And my mom was like, why does she keep on calling you Alexis? So I'm like, well, mom, uh, see what she's doing? I kind of do that too. And she goes, really? She goes, that's cool. And I was like, what? <laughs> my 88-year-old Republican mom said that it was cool that I did drag. So I was like, well, now you know, I'm a drag queen. So, That's amazing. Yeah, it was a good course. It was, it was nervous, but it was fun, and yeah. it all worked out. You know, that was the same and reaction. Like my biggest fan. That was the same reaction uh, my mom had when I got my first tattoo on my back, because I thought she'd be so mad that I got it. I was 21 at the time, but I was like, she, the excuse would still be, well, you're you're a grown adult, you can get what you want, but right. still, it's like, you get something, at, at least I wasn't 18, so when I got it, and my back was all bandaged up, she's like, why is your back bandaged up? Did you get a tattoo? Let me see it. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what she did, so I I, I, <laughs> I could see the, the sentiment your mom had when you, you came out as a drag queen. So. Yeah, it was really, it was good. I'm, I'm blessed, I really am, because I know there's some not so good coming out stories out there, but... I'm very happy with the way I came out to my mommy. Well, shout out to Georgia Moore for um, yes. outing you. Outing, <laughs> outing me. Oh, my god! Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mr. Brian, I'm going to call you out. What's your coming out story? My coming out? Um, well, I wouldn't say it's complicated, but um, I was raised by my mom. Uh, my Both my parents were you know, divorced back in the 90s. So um, when I, uh, I always knew I was gay. Um, I didn't come out until I was 19. Um, and, um, so when I came out, I came out to my close college friends. I, uh, was very comfortable in doing that. Um, and we went to a movie. I remember it was like the middle of winter in the DC area. And, um, I, I said, after the movie, I got something to tell you. I built up suspense and then I actually told them and they said, they knew. (laughs) I feel like that's so common today. Like, yeah, we knew. Right, exactly, and and I always this was like uh, winter of two thousand one. I met these friends in summer of two thousand one, so I built up enough confidence to tell my mom. And when I did, uh, her first reaction was, "You no, you're not." Uh, I'm like, "Oh, excuse me." <laughs> so, in a sense, my friends my friends accepted me. My mom didn't. Mm. Over the years, um, even through college, you know, I would, you know, go back home and, you know, I, another thing I did came out to was starting to go out. I didn't go out until I was 21 because I just didn't, I I went out with my straight friends to straight bars in the DC area. And so when I turned 21, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out. And my first gay bar was Apex in Washington, DC in DuPont Circle. I <laughs> uh, I was so nervous. 
Um, I bumped into my first drag queen. Um, I saw a whole bunch of shirtless men, like, or just guys in general, because it was a college night. So, uh, you know, if they're just 18 and over. So, and I didn't go out until I graduated college again. It didn't didn't deter me. It's just I didn't have anyone else to go out with. Right. It's awkward so, to go by yourself. Yeah. And so, um, well, just the midst of going out and, and coming out. So, Eventually, um, you know, th that's one of the reasons I moved to Florida. Like, I came out of rebellion. And um, just because me and my mom did not get along on the gay issue. And um, I sent her an ultimatum. If things don't change, I'm going to move. And so I, I moved with my gay uncle in uh, Orlando. And um, so... Of course, my mom and I maintain contact and, and whatnot. Every time I talk about seeing guys or dating boyfriends, she changed the subject right. really quick. So when I turned 29, 29 was 10 years after I came out. And I was like, I need to have this conversation with her or I'm never going to. Right. And so I, the, the call was, um, hey, mom, I got to talk to you about this. Um, I'm so comfortable in my skin right now that... You know, I came out to you when I was 19. Uh, you said some things. Yeah, you said some things, and uh, they really, really hurt. I was like, I'm so comfortable in my own skin enough that if you don't accept anything that I have, a boyfriend, a dog, a, uh, something, right. you're cut off. Mm -hmm. And she just literally, like, stopped and cried over the phone. So we spoke for three hours that night. Wow. And so... Um, she called me back saying something really endearing but freaky. She said, Brian, um, I'd rather you alive than, uh, I'd rather you gay than dead. And I was like, well, okay. okay. And I, one of the last things I told her, because my mom passed away in 2014, oh, and I told man. her that uh, I, I don't want to hate you. I, I, you know, but I did, and that's one of the reasons I moved to Florida. I want to love you, and I want to end every conversation with, I love you. And so um, I know that the last time I did talk to her, I did tell her I loved her. Now, that's one part of the coming out story. <laughs> Just one part? Jesus. Yeah. Well, like I said, my parents are divorced. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you're going to do that all over can we do a Can we do a music break? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, do, let's get part two of Brian's coming out story after some Sabrina Carpenter looking at me right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. All right. Attention, you look like you lost your breath. <laughs> Wanna circle the room, you and now you gon' twist your head. Don't you come at me green with an attitude when my lips and my souls are red. If I leave you behind, you can look for the broken necks. No, no. Cause I've been here once or twice. Never worry about the ends. Come on, don't just stand there staring, honey. Try to Teacher, I'll teach you what you don't I know. I teach you the things that you want to know. But I can't give it up all at once. You would overdose. Don't you break 
but you know that I'll steal the show. Oh, yeah. Cause I've been here once or twice, I've been here once or twice, babe. Never worry about the eyes. Never worry about the eyes. Come on. Don't just stand there staring, honey. Try to move your feet. If you think they're looking at you, they're looking at me. I can make it nice and easy. I'ma take the lead. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In sports news, in a move first reported by the LGBTQ plus sports blog Outsports, the National Hockey League has banned the use of pride tape across all 32 teams in the league. ESPN's Ryan Clark reported that one section of a memo sent out to all team franchises stated players shall not be put in a position of having to demonstrate or where they may be appearing to demonstrate personal support for any special initiatives. This past June, the NHL's Board of Governors agreed that players will no longer wear special rainbow-colored pride-themed jerseys during warm-ups next season. The specially designed jerseys will continue to be manufactured and sold, and players will still have the option to autograph or model them. The autographed pride jerseys are typically auctioned off to raise money for LGBTQ charities in each team's hometown. A grand total of seven NHL players out of 1,123 decided to skip pregame warm-ups on Pride Nights when their teammates wore the special rainbow-themed jerseys before games. In Nebraska, a Nebraska lawmaker says her office has been contacted by families who have reported that some pharmacists are wrongfully refusing to fill prescription for gender-affirming medications for their transgender children, citing a new state law limiting the ability of anyone under 19 to get puberty blockers or gender-affirming hormones. Omaha Senator Megan Hunt sent a letter October 4th to the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Timothy Tesmer, asking him to inform all Nebraska healthcare professionals, including pharmacists, that the new law specifically specifically allows minors who are already receiving those medicines before the law took effect to continue their treatment. The law, often referred to by its bill name of LB-574, also bans gender-affirming surgeries for trans youth under 19. It took effect October 1st. Hunt herself has endured a barrage of hateful accusations and rhetoric after she publicly shared in a legislative floor speech that her 13-year-old child is transgender. In Alabama, a public library system in Alabama flagged a children's picture book as potentially sexually explicit because the author's last name is Gay. The picture book Read Me a Story, Stella, by Marie-Louise Gay, is about a girl named Stella who teaches her younger brother the joys of reading, according to the book's description. The book is volume 7 in a popular series that has sold 7 million copies in 10 languages. The Huntsville-Madison County Public Library System added the book last month to a list of potentially sexually explicit books to be reviewed and possibly moved out of the children's sections in its 10 branches, the Alabama political reporter first reported. Jay Hickson, the library system's public relations director, said in an email Monday that the list was created to protect the collection from anticipated challenges and was never intended as a directive to move or remove materials. He continued by stating that Gay's book was never removed and the inclusion of the author's name was the result of a keyword search to identify potentially targeted subject areas. Most of the 246 books on the Alabama list includes keywords such as lesbian, gay, gender, and identity, local news outlets reported. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location. 50s are Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the transmasculine and transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. 
And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Wow, now that's a big RV. But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay.
Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by Brian Hinkson. Good morning. And Asme Russell. Hey. And a super special guest, Alexis De La Mare. What's up? That's a deep voice for an Alexis. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Mr. Hinkson. Yes, sir. You were going on an abbreviated story. Yeah, so I uh, I have two coming out stories. It's because of um, divorced parents. Um, I will say that being gay did start with a 30-day free child, and it just stuck. But I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I came out to my mom. I told that story. So now my dad. Um, so the relationship with me and my dad is that my, my, parent, my folks divorced in... Um, in 1990 before 2008 the last time i saw my dad was in 1992 so i my dad missed about 16 years of my life wow. high school elementary school college everything like that we didn't start getting email chat until about uh probably about 2003 uh or I'm, I'm lying sorry 98 98 this is when the email first started and i was like oh that's my dad you know so um so when I, uh, we started just email chatting and then, um, I hadn't told him yet because I came out in 2001, um, 2006, I found out that I had a little sister <laughs> and so a little half sister, she's 19. Um, but, uh, that, that was that. And then, um, in 2008, well, of course, 2006, I moved to, um, Orlando so now in 2008, I found out my dad, um, I was born a military brat. So my dad was living in Germany at the time. Um, so he had told me that he's moving to the States. Um, I wouldn't say permanently, but um, he was, he's moving to the States to, to try and, uh, and, and work there. Um, and he was there permanently, actually, uh, not permanently, um, temporarily, like three years. So he was moving to Homestead. So he had to fly into Orlando. And so I, at the time, I hadn't told him that um, I was gay. <laughs> and so, like, he's like, because he was going to stay with me for a night, get his car in the morning, and then drive to, to Miami area. Mm -hmm. So I go and I get him, and, you know, I was like, catch up a little bit. How you doing? Okay, a little bit of silence. I was like, so, Dad. <laughs> wow, right to the point. Um, so I have to tell you this. And, you know, I told him I was gay. And he was like, um... He was like, he told me two things. He's like, well, first thing, your um, your aunt told me. Way before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, damn, all right. Well, um, and then he said, too, I, I know I never had a hand in raising you, but you turned out to be a great young man. So, Aww. yeah, that was me coming and out to my dad. the audience goes, aww. Yeah. <laughs> well, and That's then, awesome. And then I told my little sister, who's my, my little sister's very sassy. So she went to a, a gay softball uh, tournament in Lauderdale, and that's how she found out. Oh, nice. And I was like, yeah, she was, she was about uh, 13 at the time. Yeah. So and she was cool with it. She's, she's very cool with it. So that's, that's, that's cool. coming out to both parents. Now, um, you said when you first came out that you went to a gay bar and you, you met your first drag queen, right? Yes. Who was your first drag queen that you ever met, Christopher? You already know the answer to that. I know, but I like to hear it. You. Aww. My first drag queen that... Uh, I, at least... Uh, no, actually, yeah, no. Because of the drag bingos was one of the first of, like um, environments that Sean started bringing me out to. So it was definitely... Well, 
No, this is a lie. Let me rephrase. The first one that I remember, like who you are, I, when I was 16 years old, went to St. Pete Pride, their street festival, and I was over by Punkies, and they had some drag performance going on um, with whoever was a drag performer there, and I saw a drag queen from a distance for the first time, have no idea who they were, however... My first legal drag queen as a 21-year-old was Alexis de la Mer. Yes. <laughs> and, I, like, I like to pop little boy's cherries. Oh, my God. Honey. Well, when it comes to drag queens for me, this was in transit. I was going upstairs. She was going downstairs. She, she elbowed me, not on purpose, by accident. She's like, excuse me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Everyone has a first drag queen time story. Oh, yeah. Esme, what's your first drag queen? Ooh. Yeah. My first drag queen was Tiffany Ariagas. Wow. Mm. Legendary. Yeah, I saw her at Renee's. I sneaked into Renee's back back in the back in the early eighties. I think it was seventy nine or eight early. I heard stories that people used to jump over a fence to yeah, get into that yeah, place. I did. I, they, they would throw me over the fence. And uh, eventually I did come out to my parents and said, Hey, you know, I don't necessarily have any sort of romantic interest in women, period. Um, and I would much rather be with a, a man than a woman. Um, and so I'm, I'm gay and they were very supportive of me. Um, this actually came, I came out, um, um, during my, uh, my uncle's funeral, to be honest, um, as sad as that sounds. Um, but it really bummed me out that my uncle wasn't going to be able to know me as the person that he should know me as like he's always going to know me as a, a straight man basically mm-hmm. um and i was never able to get the opportunity to tell him you know i'm gay so i was like you know what screw it let's go ahead and and tell everybody live as much out as you possibly can and do with that as you will so that was my yeah. come out and coming out story better, and better than your folks telling you no you're not like, yeah, <laughs> yeah my mom told me that i was like I, I I know who I am. How do you know who I am? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, you know, that, that's always what confuses me. Like, you know, you really think that, you know, people would make the acknowledgement that you probably know yourself better than somebody and else knows you. That's big to say. Like, you, yeah. it's, this is like, you think about this and you like... You think about it a lot. You have the courage to come out and finally say something. And it's just like... I'm, Are you sure? This is from my heart. Like, this yeah. is, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I know what I'm saying. I thought about this. I just didn't blurt it out one day. Exactly. Congrats. They all came out. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to everybody who's come out. And if you have not come out already, we still love you. Thank you so much for being you. You know, you don't have to come out. You you know, turtles can live in their shells all the time. Anyways, even though that's a really bad metaphor, I don't think a turtle can live in their shell. Well, a turtle sometimes comes out. Yeah, they come out of their shell eventually. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. When they're ready. When they're ready. Let's okay. go with Take You Out by Luther Vandross right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Yeah, yeah, it is. She caught me by surprise, I must say, because I never had seen such a pretty face with such a warm and beautiful smile. It wasn't hard for me to notice her style. I was fascinated, surely. She took my heart and held it for me. 
Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show.
This is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In New York, New Yorkers will soon be able to choose an ex-gender option when applying for food stamps, Medicaid, and other public assistance under a court settlement on Wednesday. The agreement settles a 2021 lawsuit against multiple government agencies that claim the state's Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance's computer system compels non-binary people to either lie under oath by declaring themselves as male or female or be denied benefits. Under the settlement, the state's public assistance and health agencies will make ex-gender markers available on applicable forms by January 1st. The non-binary gender option is already available on New York driver's license and birth certificates. In international news, at least two transgender women will compete in the Miss Universe pageant. Marina Machete, who was crowned Miss Portugal last week, and Ricky Valerie Cole, who became Miss Netherlands in July, will be among the 90 contestants competing for the title. Machete became the first transgender woman to win Miss Portugal last week, and in July, Cole became the first trans woman to be crowned Miss Netherlands. In Tampa Bay, the Cross Bay Ferry will begin another season of operations in St. Petersburg across Tampa Bay on Sunday, October 15th. St. Petersburg officials said services will run through June 24th. There will be one big change to the operations for the ferry, however, as the departure location from St. Petersburg has moved. Riders will now depart from St. Pete at the Port St. Pete, and the ferry will depart from Tampa at the Tampa Convention Center. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That is been your good LGBTQIA plus news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location. 50s are Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the transmasculine and transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center's Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. 
And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Is your boat barely keeping you afloat these days? Rather than continue to drown in all the upkeep of hanging on to a boat, let WMNF have it. We'll even throw you a lifeline with a free pickup. Donate online at WMNFcar.org. Grab your finest leather and lace as WMNF presents its Halloween Ball 2023. Starring Sleeping Pills, Romeo Blue, Offerings, DJ Mike Hendrick, and your host, Nicole Azar. Plus, a special costume contest for all you ghouls and gals. The Haunting takes place on Thursday, October 26th at New World Music Hall, 810 East Skagway Avenue, Tampa. Tickets 18 advance, 20 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping, got a real good feeling something bad about to happen. But I got so nervous, had to back it on up, couldn't make it to the service. Grabbed all the cash underneath my mattress, got a real good feeling something bad about to happen. Ran into a girl in a pretty white dress, rolled down the window, wiggled hit it to me. Said I'm headed to the bar with my money out the mattress, got a real good feeling something.
What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In sports news, in a move first reported by the LGBTQ plus sports blog OutSports, the National Hockey League has banned the use of pride tape across all 32 teams in the league. ESPN's Ryan Clark reported that one section of a memo sent out to all team franchises stated players shall not be put in a position of having to demonstrate or where they may be appearing to demonstrate personal support for any special initiatives. This past June, the NHL's Board of Governors agreed that players will no longer wear special rainbow-colored pride-themed jerseys during warm-ups next season. The specially designed jerseys will continue to be manufactured and sold, and players will still have the option to autograph or model them. The autographed pride jerseys are typically auctioned off to raise money for LGBTQ charities in each team's hometown. A grand total of seven NHL players out of 1,123 decided to skip pregame warm-ups on Pride Nights when their teammates wore the special rainbow-themed jerseys before games. In Nebraska, a Nebraska lawmaker says her office has been contacted by families who have reported that some pharmacists are wrongfully refusing to fill prescription for gender-affirming medications for their transgender children, citing a new state law limiting the ability of anyone under 19 to get puberty blockers or gender-affirming hormones. Omaha Senator Megan Hunt sent a letter October 4th to the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Timothy Tesmer, asking him to inform all Nebraska healthcare professionals, including pharmacists, that the new law specifically specifically allows minors who are already receiving those medicines before the law took effect to continue their treatment. The law, often referred to by its bill name of LB-574, also bans gender-affirming surgeries for trans youth under 19. It took effect October 1st. Hunt herself has endured a barrage of hateful accusations and rhetoric after she publicly shared in a legislative floor speech that her 13-year-old child is transgender. In Alabama, a public library system in Alabama flagged a children's picture book as potentially sexually explicit because the author's last name is Gay. The picture book Read Me a Story, Stella, by Marie Louise Gay, is about a girl named Stella who teaches her younger brother the joys of reading, according to the book's description. The book is volume 7 in a popular series that has sold 7 million copies in 10 languages. The Huntsville-Madison County Public Library System added the book last month to a list of potentially sexually explicit books to be reviewed and possibly moved out of the children's sections in its 10 branches, the Alabama political reporter first reported. Jay Hickson, the library system's public relations director, said in an email Monday that the list was created to protect the collection from anticipated challenges and was never intended as a directive to move or remove materials. He continued by stating that Gay's book was never removed and the inclusion of the author's name was the result of a keyword search to identify potentially targeted subject areas. Most of the 246 books on the Alabama list includes keywords such as lesbian, gay, gender, and identity, local news outlets reported. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQIA plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location. 50s or Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the transmasculine and transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center's Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. 
This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. You can help WMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org slash planned giving to get started today. Let's talk about that garage. It could be so much more, but that old car you don't use, it's just sitting there taking up space. Make room by donating your vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up at no cost to you and proceed support WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. When my friends ask me about my sexuality, I choke up and joke that the answer's not easy. Like I'm watching a Disney movie and the couple gets it on. But who should I look at? Is it Shang or Mulan? I like boys and girls, but I still don't know why I couldn't get either one. If I really tried switching my preference like an on and off switch. If I had a dime for every crush I've had, I'd be rich. Like boy, bye. Girl, hi.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show, joined by Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Hello. Hello. Brian, you're a miss. I'm a miss. Yeah. Miss mm-hmm. Brian Hinkson. We're all miss in this gay world of ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how many dudes I call girl? Oh, me too. It's just so difficult <laughs> to not do it. Babe, you're And right. I'm constantly apologizing to gay guys. I'm going, I'm sorry I call you girl. I don't mean to call you girl. I say girl as kind of like a generic thing. Yeah, like, like Mary. Hey, like Mary. Mary. Yeah, we all call each other Mary. <laughs> it started with Felicia. It was Felicia. That was <laughs> another one. But I call you is, Karen. It is disrespectful, especially if you don't know a person, to call them girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can call a gay person, a gay guy girl that you're good friends with. Right. And mm-hmm. it would be a lot accepted. But right. you don't want to say it to someone you're just mad or, you know what I mean? It just... Feels kind of weird. I try to catch myself and not do it. (laughs) No. Or I apologize if I do. And most of the time I go, don't worry about it. Everybody calls me girl. Because gay people. (laughs) It's just in our vocabulary. It's Yeah, it's part of our vernacular. Mm-hmm. We're not going to remember your name, but we're going to call you girl or sister or Mary. Or Mary, oh, very sis, much so. Yeah, or sis, sister sis. too. I can't tell you the amount of people who have come up to me and introduced themselves to me like four or five times, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember this, this, and this. And I'm like, I don't even remember going to that event myself. How do you remember me there? <laughs> we meet so many people. Yeah, I'm like... Somebody came up to me and was like, hey, I met you at like five bingos ago. And I'm like, you think I remember five bingos ago? I don't even remember the last bingo. My, my favorite is, do you remember me? I go, I know, right? No. And they'll go, yes, in 1984. We hung out. I was at Renee's <laughs> and I tipped you. Right. I said, honey, in 1984, I was on so many drugs. <laughs> I, don't even rem- I don't even remember where I was at. I didn't even know I was a human being. You don't remember that one person who tipped you a single dollar? Back in 1984, no. now, if it was a thousand dollar bill, you might, might remember, remember that. But yeah, yeah, but we not got no. lots of dollar bills. People are crazy though. Mm-hmm. It's a very unrealistic expectation <laughs> that some people have. Well, I was going to go into um, entertainment, uh, what I've been watching. I don't know if anybody else is. Uh, I I asked me if she's watching these two shows, which actually premiered um, one. Pre- uh, one had its second or fourth episode uh, last week. The other one had its first episode last week, and that is Loki and Gen V. So, what um, Loki season two is um, pretty much coming off of season one. I think it's a great start to it. Um, and then Gen V is um, uh, a spinoff of the Amazon Prime show, The Boys. And um, if you've watched The Boys, it's very. Very graphic, but it's some really good storytelling. Um, so um, I totally endorse these shows. I'm starting to like Gen V a little more than season two of Loki, but uh, they're both like off to some great starts with some just some good storytelling in general. I would say uh, go and watch. I know Esme, you've seen the you've seen the boys before, yeah, or yeah. you've heard of it. Yeah, and I saw Loki the first season. I haven't seen the second season yet. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, Kehu Kwan is back uh, he, as an Oscar winner now, and he's in season two of Loki, and he's just killing it. And, you know, this is, uh, I, I think it, the season's in store for a good season. And Gen V is on, they, they released their first three episodes last week, and they um, they aired episode four, uh, uh, sorry, they 
first three episodes two weeks ago. The newest episode four was last week, so they're going to episode five tomorrow or I don't tonight. Actually, understand what's with this cable bull crap of releasing episodes at specific dates. Well, because it, it um, instead of dropping them all at once, I get it. I want to binge. I know. But, I want to binge watch. I don't have but, time to watch shows on a regular basis like this anymore. But also the the weekly um, engages people. Whereas, I spent so money. What, what, what happens a lot of, is, what a lot happens of times is, I let them run and then I watch them later. That's what I do. Yeah, I, I, I will do that too as well. But what happens is it keeps it relevant. So, yeah. so, so, okay, something like WandaVision. I, I feel like everybody here Make another WandaVision. season then. And what happened was episode one dropped, but the episodes got better. And, and everybody may not have watched episode one. But as the season got better, everybody was like, okay, well, let me, let me jump on the train and watch it. So they would binge, you know, maybe they're on episode four and they got a catch up of eight. So it's like it keeps people engaged, whereas when they drop it all at once, everybody binges it. And it's not talked about for a week. Right. True, true, so, true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the model. Can I can I afford to keep up with the model? No, not at all. I mean, I'm a <laughs> student. But, you know, and I get That's the whole thing. I was going to say, thing. like, literally, I don't want to have a streaming service for longer than a month or two months at a time. Like... But Come on. And even binge watching takes a lot of time. Oh, but absolutely. that's what you I did a, with the boys. You need a, sometimes you need a whole day or two days. Oh, that's yeah. what I did with the boys. The boys was a weekly release, but I didn't see season three of the boys. I binged it all. So you, it's good to have those options, I think. Well, I've got, I've got a couple shows that I'm waiting on their entire stuff to show up, and I'm not going to watch it until they, they actually release everything because I'm not going to watch no unreleased nothing. But Gen V um, and season two of Loki, yes, must see. They both episodes, new episodes air tonight, which is Thursday. So, yes, go see it. Sweet. It's in prime time. Feeling out of place in this place right now. Everything has changed for the worse somehow. Everyone's off the face and I'm the odd one out. The DJ isn't great and the music's loud. Ooh, I would rather be in my bed sleeping Ooh, than deal with all these people. One shot, two shot, three shot, four. All my friends are on the floor. I can't do this anymore. I should have stayed at home. These days don't feel the same. Everyone's on cocaine. Out of my misery Feel like everyone here is judging me How do you call this fun? Oh, it's a mystery Call it what you want Just stop calling me Ooh, I would rather be in my bed sleeping Than deal with all these people one shot, two shot, three shot, four All my friends are on the floor I can't do this anymore I should have stayed at home These days don't feel the same Everyone's on cocaine I swear I 
two shot, three shot, four. All my friends are on the floor. I can't do this anymore. I should have stayed at home. These days don't feel the same. Everyone's on cocaine. I swear I hate this place. I should have stayed at home. Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show. Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. 
In New York, New Yorkers will soon be able to choose an ex-gender option when applying for food stamps, Medicaid, and other public assistance under a court settlement on Wednesday. The agreement settles a 2021 lawsuit against multiple government agencies that claim the state's Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance's computer system compels non-binary people to either lie under oath by declaring themselves as male or female or be denied benefits. Under the settlement, the state's public assistance and health agencies will make ex-gender markers available on applicable forms by January 1st. The non-binary gender option is already available on New York driver's license and birth certificates. In international news, at least two transgender women will compete in the Miss Universe pageant. Marina Machetti, who was crowned Miss Portugal last week, and Ricky Valerie Cole, who became Miss Netherlands in July, will be among the 90 contestants competing for the title. Machetti became the first transgender woman to win Miss Portugal last week, and in July, Cole became the first trans woman to be crowned Miss Netherlands. In Tampa Bay, the Cross Bay Ferry will begin another season of operations in St. Petersburg across Tampa Bay on Sunday, October 15th. St. Petersburg officials said Services will run through June 24th. There will be one big change to the operations for the ferry, however, as the departure location from St. Petersburg has moved. Riders will now depart from St. Pete at the Port St. Pete, and the ferry will depart from Tampa at the Tampa Convention Center. For more information, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA news for the Big Gay Radio Show. I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone, this is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. At Metro this week, tonight, Thursday at 6 p.m. is Teen Hangouts at the St. Pete location, 50s or Better Coffee Talk on the 13th, Community Yoga on the 16th, and both the Transmasculine and Transfeminine support groups meet via Zoom on the 18th at 7 p.m. Get a full list of info and resources at metrotampabay.org. Let's add a little something scary. Job Site Theater presents Nick Deere's adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. This over 200-year-old novel comes to life playing October 18th through November 12th at the Stras Center's Schimberg Playhouse in Tampa. Get tickets, showtimes, and more by visiting jobsitetheater.org. And we are a little over a week away from Closet Ball 2024, happening Sunday, October 22nd at Southern Nights in Tampa. This is a drag competition like no other. It gives all contestants an assistant, helping them transform into their alter egos. Doors open at 6. Get more info by visiting the Closet Ball 2024 Facebook page. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay community calendar. More information at tampabaygay.com. Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show.
When you mix two gay guys and a trans woman, obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. Joined by the beautiful Brian Hinkson and Esme Russell and our super special guest, Alexis De La Mare. Yay. Thank you for having me. Good song. Mm-hmm. Thank you right so now, much for coming. Well, before we go into category is, I want to special shout out the bingos that we are going to have. We have WMNF's Big Gay Bingo at Quench Lounge on October 24th at 8.30 p.m. at... Jazzy Cat Cafe on November 16th at 7 p.m. And on December 4th at 8 p.m. is going to be at Cocktails. $10, 10 tickets. You can go support the Big Gay Radio Show and WMNF if you haven't supported us already through our fun drive. Now, Brian, let's go into a little bit of category is. Hello. All right. The category is. Sounds gay. I'm in. All right. So, in a little detail. Name a time when you did a gay function, event, night out, or some shenanigans, and had the best time, or it was a bad idea. So, uh, I kind of guessed mine almost immediately. I had to think about it. But, um, sounds gay. I'm in. Gay softball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago. Yeah, uh, and I'm still on a roll in it, so. And on the Hall of Fame, in the Hall of Fame, too. In the Hall of Fame, as well, yeah. Fancy smancy. So, so, yep, sounds gay. I'm in. So, gay softball. So mine is, back in the 80s, I got invited to an after hours that I, we, we used to go to all the time. Metropolis? No. Oh, oh no, that was before that. Oh, oh, honey, way before your time. Back in the day. And, um... I was so excited to go that night, and it got raided. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> the place got raided for drugs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Miss Esme, do you have a little bit of last-minute advice for the people? You know, I really don't have anything to say today, except uh, I was just going to say we're going to go back to our original subject about coming out. And, uh, you know, celebrate your life, but do it when it's time. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Celebrate your life. Celebrate who you are. It's, it's okay to wait. There's no time period. There right. is no exactly. time period. And we're going to be here when you're ready to come out. 